Good morning guys, hope you are well. Welcome back to the Ben E Fit Podcast, bringing you everything you need to know about living your best life. And today, today I thought I would make things super, super simple. And that's not to say they're always easy. However, fat loss as a process and as a method actually requires not many very simple approaches. And I'm just gonna walk you through each of them what I'm also going to do is give you a few little sort of pointers at the end as to like where I personally see the most common mistakes happen. So without further ado, let's kick this off. So I, I think there are really five simple steps to fat loss. And at the very, very top of that list is creating a small calorie deficit. Now, the way to do this, the way to go about this in my opinion, the best way to go about this is, first of all, spend some time finding your maintenance level. Now, you can do that by going online, you can search for various calculators that will give you estimates. The very best calculator is your own body. So even if you go onto a calculator, it gives you an estimated maintenance number, you're only really gonna know if that is truly your maintenance level by sticking with it for a few weeks. You need to give your body time to adjust, adapt, make sure that you know your, your activity levels are fairly consistent, the amount of calories and macros you're eating are pretty consistent, judging how the number on the scales, for example, is changing, and at the point that the scale isn't really moving, you know, there's naturally gonna be a few small fluctuations day to day, week to week, but where roughly where your weight stays predominantly the same for a few weeks at a time, that is gonna give you your maintenance level. And from here, you only need to create a small deficit. You know, 10 to 15% as a starting point isn't a bad place to begin. So the the, the key here as well, and, and again, like I know I said I'd talk about some of the most common mistakes, and, and one of the most common mistakes that I see with this is people create way too big a deficit way too early. They think, you know, if if this calculator says that this is my maintenance, you know, if I drop this huge number of calories, clearly I'm gonna get to my goal quicker. And it doesn't really work that way because you drop things too low too soon, you're gonna feel pretty rubbish, you're not gonna have much energy, you're much more likely to be non-adherent because of those reasons, like trying to stick to, you know, if, if your, your estimated maintenance calories is like two, two and a half thousand, if you immediately try and eat a thousand, twelve hundred calories, you're gonna pre- feel pretty ropey fairly soon. You're gonna end up binging just because you're tired, you're hungry, you're gonna crave stuff, you're gonna snack. And, and generally you're just gonna run into problems quite quickly. So spend a bit of time finding that maintenance level and then make a very small adjustment, 10 to 15% to just push you into that deficit. That's step number one. Tip number two is aiming to get at least one gram per pound of body weight for protein. So you'll have that calorie number then you're gonna get your protein number. So if you weigh 200 pounds, aim for 200 grams of protein. If you weigh 150 pounds, aim for 150 grams of protein. That's gonna give you the amount of protein that you're gonna need to maintain, you know, maintain and potentially build a bit of muscle. Protein is, it's, it's very satiating, so it helps with appetite. It's in every cell of the body, so it's gonna to help to protect that muscle tissue. 
and and just generally it also has a very very sort of small the thermic effect of food is what we call it essentially it takes your body a little bit more energy to digest protein than it does carbs and fats the impact of that is small but it you know it can also help just push you that little bit further into a deficit so aim to get at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight carbs and fats can really then be used to suit you you know if you're someone who prefers carbs go you know opt for a higher portion of the remaining calories as carbs if you prefer fats opt for a higher proportion as fats the only real caveat i would have to that is i would i'd probably be looking to as a minimum aiming for like 20% of your calories as fats just because fats are incredibly useful for many of the body's functions so you know don't push your fats too low because you will also start to feel pretty rubbish but you know somewhere 20 25% as a minimum and then filling the gaps with carbs is likely to be a, a good approach for many particularly if you want to prioritize performance you know carbs are the body's preferred energy source so you know if you're someone who is resistance training then utilizing those carbs to you know to fuel performance and fuel recovery is going to be really useful the other little thing I'll throw in there as well like as as your calories begin to drop um you know and if you've got a a fairly high proportion of your calories as carbs in all likelihood it's the carbohydrates that are going to come down try and prioritize what carbohydrates you do then have around your training window so in that those pre and post workout meals that's where you're going to get the most amount of benefit from them the other thing to also just throw in there when it comes to protein is keep that consistent so like I say if you are a 200 pound individual and you're aiming for 200 grams of protein keep that 200 grams of protein throughout the dieting phase so that is also another mistake that i often see particularly when people use percentage-based approaches to split their macros as their calories come down they also start reducing protein and i wouldn't do that i would keep protein consistent and it's the carbs and fats that i would be reducing number three is keep that focus on resistance training and you know again something else that quite commonly can be done wrong um you know people start embarking on a on a fat loss phase on a diet on a cut however you want to refer to it and they start to do loads and loads of cardio at the sacrifice of their weight training don't do that make sure that your focus is on your weight training you know keeping in mind trying to progress those lifts because that is also how you're going to like maintain the muscle tissue and potentially build muscle tissue as well you know one of the things that we're really really aiming to do especially as you get more experienced the the purpose of a fat loss phase is really to keep hold of as much of that muscle mass as possible it's not necessarily to be building muscle in a deficit it is possible it's just much much harder um so the main focus in a fat loss phase really is is maintaining what muscle you have and to do that you're going to need to keep focused on resistance training so number four here we come on to the cardio steps using those as a tool but not sacrificing your weight training for them so in in almost in the opposite way that we think about starting calories as high as possible to give us as much room to bring those down cardio and steps you almost want to take the opposite approach you almost want to have them as low as possible to begin with because that then gives you the scope to be increasing them as you need to 
and being able to increase cardio and steps is also going to help you to maintain food a little bit more because you know if you've got scope let, let's say you you know you go you start this this fat loss phase and you know you might be doing 5000 steps a day and that's about it no other cardio so you hit your maintenance level doing those 5000 steps a day you might make a small change to the food side to bring that down 10% that might work for a couple of weeks and then rather than making another change to food you might decide to bring in three lots of 30 minutes of cardio a week for example that then has an effect for another few weeks and actually you might then be able to keep food the same and increase cardio to five times 30 minutes a week and that'll give the desired effect for another couple of weeks then you might make another small change to food and you can see how you can play with these two things but again if you're going straight in and doing like an hour of cardio every single day 20,000 steps a day in you know you're going to get pretty knackered pretty quickly and you're going to run out of room to be able to make changes and in, in and adjust those things so cardio and steps start them low give yourself plenty of room to increase them and be able to push into that deficit as as needed and then number five possibly the most important thing is being consistent i, I cannot i cannot stress enough just how important consistency is and combined with consistency is actually allowing yourself a, a decent amount of time to achieve the goal you know again it's not uncommon to see people set fairly unrealistic goals when it comes to time frames and, and amounts of, of loss they want to achieve give yourself plenty of time be consistent and that is how you're going to progress towards your your goals and that coming with consistency is where you also need to find an approach to training to eating to cardio to steps that suits you it's so so important and you know it's th this is another one of those common mistakes i see when people start trying to follow plans that aren't designed for them trying to follow plans that have been laid out for other people it becomes so difficult to stick to because they're just not designed for you you know you, you might this is like something i see all the time you'll google best fat loss workouts and diet plans and you'll get millions and millions of things will come up on google but whatever of those you choose they're not going to have been designed for you so that best fat loss workout and diet guide might be you know it might be telling you to work out six times a week it might be telling you to eat 1200 calories and it, it just doesn't work for you like if you've only got three days a week where you can train trying to follow a plan that wants you to train six days a week is never ever going to work for you you're never going to be able to be consistent with it you'll get frustrated you'll get pissed off it's creating all these conflicts and you know you'll just give up it, it just isn't going to work the same goes for a diet you know you might pick up a diet plan that's got all of these foods in it that you absolutely fucking hate if you're trying to follow a plan of foods that you just that, that literally make you hate the thought of eating you're never going to be consistent with it it's it's just so important that you get these things very much customized to you that truly is the best way to make progress and not just that they're customized in the moment that actually you know it, one of the reasons that i do what i do is because 
it's about it's about adjusting and adapting with people's lives we all go through different phases in life we all go through those super busy phases at work you know we we go through phases where you know we might start a family and and all of these things that are like big changes to our life and our lifestyles again if you're trying to like be adherent to a plan that has zero flexibility for those things happening you're just going to get super pissed off you're just going to get so frustrated with everything about those plans and you're simply just not going to stick to them so you know consistency such an important factor you know it really could be number one on that list and i haven't really gone through those in in any particular order but um consistency for me and and you know having something that's very much customized to you one of the most important factors so let me just quickly recap those just to uh, give you the five the five simple steps to fat loss so creating a small calorie deficit but first of all finding your maintenance making sure you're getting at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight, keeping that focus on resistance training and aiming to progress those lifts over time, using cardio and steps as a tool to increase activity without having to reduce food too much, and then being consistent and allowing plenty of time. Get those five things sorted, and I guarantee you will make a lot of progress. I hope this has been a useful one. If you have found it helpful, I would love for you to leave me a rating, a review. I'd love for you to share it with someone who you think would benefit. Share it on your socials, tag me at Ben Howard Fitness. And if you have any questions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thanks guys.